everyone. It's Lisa here. How are you all doing? Happy Saturday. Happy 1st of April. Happy Fool's Day. I haven't been on here for hmm, about a year. Let's see who's about. I am... Um, I just wanted to come on here for a cup of tea in the chat, actually. I don't know if any of you seen, but I've um, I've been working on a new project that I wanted to share with you. So, and um, you can ask me questions while I'm here if anyone's got any questions for me. I um, <clears throat> have recently changed the name of this page to Lease Parks Coaching for Sensitives. And I am working with adults now. Um, I'm helping sensitive people find their sparkle, really. Feel good about themselves. And um, I don't know if you've seen the, the repost on here, but on Wednesday we did uh, journaling your jammies. And that's my monthly um, community event where we all come together and journal. And it was just amazing. It was so powerful. It was lovely to watch people like make that transition from coming online and feeling stressed and feeling overwhelmed and busy and probably some of them feeling like, oh, I don't really want to do this tonight. And and then coming out the other side and going, oh, I feel really relaxed and calm. Oh, I feel really good now. Oh, I feel really clear about this. And oh, I've learned this about myself. And yeah, so journaling is very powerful and lots of people journal especially people who are doing self-development work but you don't need to be like a whiz you don't need to be Anne Frank it's not like writing a diary like when you were a kid it's a very different experience and I teach uh, freefall journaling so I'll, I'll tell you a bit more about the project I'm working on in a minute but <clears throat> just a quick update from me I started a new podcast called The World Heart Diaries, which I'm sure you've already seen. And I know lots of you have been listening. Um, the last episode was about Mother's Day and that had over a thousand downloads we're at now. So isn't that, that's amazing. But it also tells me that lots of you have tricky relationships with your families. And um, I think that's actually quite common. It's just that we don't talk about it because it comes with a shed load of shame. And I put a post on here yesterday, which was a poem I'd written, um, a poem of the family scapegoat and um, a lady called Carol. Hello, Carol, if you're watching this, had written underneath, have you seen Encanto? <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. And that's that generational trauma of, um, you know, one person carrying the can, carrying the pain, taking the blame for the whole family. So, yeah, if that's you... I get it and um, I can help you with that but mostly I feel I feel most passionate right now about teaching people how to journal because it's so simple and it's gotten me out of uh, some really dark spaces and in times when I was really really stressful um, <clears throat> so that and podcasts like when I was first came to healing well probably about when I was 27 so over 20 years ago I, I used to listen to um, downloads of Hay House on my Walkman <laughs> or maybe it was a CD uh, Walkman I don't know I did have cassettes as well because I just wanted something else in here I didn't want to listen to my own 
inner critic because it's horrible and it and it was relentless and I didn't have an off switch for it so yeah yeah so podcasts and journaling and cards were two of my three of my favorite tools for because I think I think mine people say mindset is everything think happy thoughts so you need to meditate and I can't meditate if any of you are recovering from uh, childhood trauma developmental trauma so trauma that happened to you before the age of five if any of you are on that journey on that path you'll know that your inner critic is brutal and if you don't grab a hold of that and learn how to be with it then um you you spiral into really dark places um so yeah i just i was just really chuffed with journaling your jammies and we had I think we had 10 on Wednesday and we've only run it three times. So we started in January and it was, and it was really successful, really nice group of people, really kind, really empathetic, gentle, sensitive, uh, wild hearts. And, um, yeah, I've been learning. I mean, I've been journaling for 15 years, 20 years, 15 years, I would say. And I've been learning, I've learned lots of different techniques. If any of you are familiar with uh, Julia Cameron's Morning Pages, that's a really good resource if you want to get into journaling. But journaling kind of opens up your mind and opens up your heart. So the way it works for me is because all the trauma is in my body, I can't go inside and, and meditate because sometimes it's just not very peaceful in here. <laughs> and I dissociate a lot, so I'm not always in my body. I'm up in my head. When I'm up in my head, that's when I get all these horrible thoughts and uh, lots of anxiety, overthinking, catastrophizing, stressing out. And but the way into my body to calm that is through journaling and using the cards. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm out and about then I, or I'm walking, then I'll put a podcast on. But I think I'm, I'm getting better now because I do actually have taken up dancing and that puts me back in my body, too. So if that's you. I can I can really relate to that and I feel like I developed so I've, I've developed this new course called you've got the love and it's a journaling course which is to foster a deeper relationship with yourself and more self-love in your life and the reason I've done that is because I think we live in a society that is quite anti self-love like have you noticed that people aren't selling journaling courses and self well they are selling self-help stuff but they're the thing that makes the most money is all the hair and beauty products and the Botox and the fillers and all, and you know, all the things that we go online and the message is, you know, be beautiful and be glamorous and be this and be that. And it's like saying, well, don't be you. You got, you, you got to look like this. You, know, you got to look like Julia Roberts or Jennifer Aniston or it's subtle messaging, but it, it's a billion billion dollar industry um therapy and self-help people don't tend to spend so much money on that they spend more money on on the material stuff all because we live in a material world but i think for those of us that are healing you kind of go beyond that because you go to really deep places where you do find a spiritual connection and you do um you do want to connect to something deeper in in life something that isn't so superficial 
So I was going to talk today, I was going to talk a bit more to the sort of blocking of self-love and how we block it and what my definition of self-love is. And then I was going to tell you a bit more about the course. And then um, if you stay to the end, I've got a little, um, an offer, well, it's a little offer, it's £50 off. And there are a limited number of places at, with the £50 off. And the reason I'm doing that is I'm doing it for people that can't afford one-to-one -one coaching, but want to work with me and maybe you followed me over the years and maybe you came here because of your kids originally but maybe now you realize that loving yourself means that you can role model that to your kids and you want a better life for them um so yeah so i want to tell you a bit more about that hello hello cerise how are you hi helen hi helen <laughs> helen hi oh that's nice to see some friendly faces i'd forgotten you were a dancer yeah i remember i used to come up to london and visit you when you were doing your dancing, what sort of dance are you doing now? You've gone back into street classes. I'm just following this lady on, on YouTube, Helen, called uh, Grow With Joe, And she does kind of like dancer size. So it's like a lot of core and strengthening the body. And um, I, I, just, I, just, I just find that because I dissociate a lot, if I can get up in the morning and get my body moving. And I think it's the music as well. Like, I think music is really powerful. Music kind of speaks to, to that part of me that's frozen and says, come on, you know, and it can just sort of raise your energy. So yeah, I love it. I love a little dance. Um, <laughs> it's great that you've got back into your dancing. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I needed to <clears throat> sort of open up my world a bit more. And because when you're online all the time, and when you've got PTSD, your world becomes really small and narrow. So I just kind of wanted to, you know, I might I might go out and join a, a dance class. I was thinking the other day as well about going to spiritual church to do um, mediumship because I'm kind of developing my intuition and I'm really getting into that, which is a bit woo, isn't it? But it's quite it's quite interesting. Um, so so my going back to the self love thing. Um, thanks for your thanks for thanks for chatting those people that are here um i don't think you can love yourself until you've met yourself on a deeper level <laughs> and what do i mean by that because if you think about it to be loved is to be seen and to be known right all the kids that i used to work with that didn't feel loved was because they weren't seen for who they were they were being projected onto by their families by their teachers by society Tell, being told that they had to be good children all the time but they weren't loved and seen for who they were all of them you know and and to be human is to be is not to be good all the time that's exhausting and that's called perfectionism and it's dysfunctional and I suppose going back to the beauty products thing and the filter and the Botox when you go on social media um that kind of feeds into all of that um superficiality so that's knowing yourself here and we're talking about knowing yourself on a deeper level so getting to know yourself is the same as nurturing any other relationship with anyone else that you know any other intimate relationship what do you do you, you spend time with them you hang out together you create memories you laugh you have fun you like them you enjoy their company you ask them questions you find out what's on their mind and you listen and you're there for them, you're loyal, you support them. But how many of us are that person to ourselves? 
I, I can put my hand up and say, on my good days I am, and I'm way more kind and compassionate to myself than I was five years ago, 10 years ago. But I, I could also say that on my bad days, I'm a, a bully, I'm unkind to myself, I'm mean. Um, you know, I've got this kind of self-punishment thing going on. It wasn't conscious till someone pointed it out to you recently, but you know, like when you blame yourself for everything, you always think that you're in the wrong, it's something you've done. Um, it's a form of, of self-punishment, which is just self-abuse really. You know, I always used to feel for those kids that were harming themselves because it's self-abuse. And they're internalizing something in their outside world, which is saying, you know, you deserve this, you deserve to be treated in this way. Well, none of us deserve to be treated in that way. Um, and you're going back to the food thing and the makeup thing, you know, I think a way that women punish themselves is by um, monitoring or is by editing themselves. So not always saying how they feel and not being able to speak up, but also monitoring and restricting their food intake. Now, I don't do that. I go completely the other way and I'm a comfort eater, like a massive comfort eater. And if I'm stressed or upset or depressed or angry, I'll eat on that. And my my food of choice is normally something dairy like cheese or um, ice cream. And I, and if you if you watch my videos back over the years, you see that my weight goes up and down. And what happens is I, I carry or I hold on to lots and lots of feelings because I'm eating on them. And my little face is like a chipmunk, a hamster. It gets broader and bigger fatter. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'll have some kind of meltdown or release. And then you'll watch me and then I'll lose weight again and then I'll put it on. And, and it's it sort of, yeah. I have restricted my food intake um, previously because I was a smoker. So I would smoke instead of eat again. I, I always take it back to the inner child. I just think of a small child sitting next to me. Would I stuff its face full of food? Would I make it smoke cigarettes? <coughs> you know, would I do those things to a small child? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But we don't think of ourselves in that way. Um, that's why I think, that's why I do the inner child work now because it's so much easier to be kinder to a small person <laughs> than it is to yourself. Mm. so so that is my definition of self-love building this relationship with yourself because over time you strengthen the bond with yourself and you build self-trust and you build respect for yourself you start to listen to your own voice you start to realize that actually what you're saying is making a lot of sense a lot of the thoughts that you have and a lot of the reasons why you feel the way that you feel make sense they come from somewhere they come from your past they come from something that's happened to you in your life and when you can make sense of that um everything feels a lot a lot lighter and a lot brighter so this is why i'm a massive fan of journaling because when you start making conversation time for those conversations and journaling is just conversations between you and you and when you make time for them it is a release and that's a better release than me <laughs> stuffing my face with magnums and mature cheddar cheese and biscuits until I go pop. Um, so it's just, 
So I think journaling five or 10 minutes a day is, an, is a simple act of self-love and it takes you away from the chaos of busy life. It also gets you off of here. I'm aware that I'm on here now. I come on here because this helps me get my message out to the world. But I've recently had to take TikTok off my phone because, well, I think they're banning it in, is it in America? Because it's just so addictive. Like it eats up hours of your time. <laughs> it's terrible. It's very entertaining though, and it's fun. But if I was to look at that as an unmet need in me, I would say, what drives me? Like, where do I lack self-love? And what drives me to go on TikTok and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll for hours on end? And so that tells me, I think that need in me is a need for connection and interaction. But where I am now in my healing, I just want one way. I just, I just want to be with people I find it hard to be around them sometimes. So those of you that have got trauma and self-isolate, you'll know what I'm talking about. You, know, you, you hide yourself away from the world. And today I got up and I did some cleaning and I thought, right, I'm going to get online. I'm going to talk to people. I'm not hiding away today. So you've got, you've got me in full effect today. Um, but through those those daily chats on the page through journaling, you, you start to notice how you feel. You listen to your inner voice. You remember what matters to you. You realise, you know, what your dreams are, your ambitions, what you want in journaling your jammies on. God, I don't know what night it was. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Michelle. I can see you both. Thanks for being here. Um, when we were on when we were doing journaling your jammies, one lady um realized what her gift was like what her purpose was she was like i realized what i've come here to do and i was like wow that's quite spiritual and pretty amazing um and and i think when you start to remember who you are and what you want and why you're here and all those things and you can do that without feeling guilty or bad or selfish or wrong because that's the inner critic that starts to make you feel those things you you start to get a handle on that negative thinking and I think it silences the negative thinking because mine is just like a low level hum in the background that just is constantly picking. Actually, in therapy yesterday, we described it like um, birds picking at a scarecrow. Have you ever been around a really critical person? They're just constantly picking at you all the time and it and it's annoying after a while and it's tiring get rid of all the picky um so i just what i'm trying to say to people is if you could just take five or ten minutes of the day to journal instead of scrolling on tiktok <laughs> including myself in it and i'm going to be doing this uh self-love journaling as well i'm going to be doing it with you it's a bit of an experiment but it's also to discipline me and give me some structure around my day um then imagine the peace that you're going to get inside your mind. And then when you start to get peace inside your mind, you start to expand and you start to have space in your body and you start to feel more relaxed and happy. And and there's more space to let other th other things in, isn't there? Like like learning. I'm doing a lot of learning at the moment. I'm doing, um, I've been doing courses on nervous system regulation and particularly for managing the freeze response for the dissociation. And I've also been doing a course called Unshaming because I've been working on my anger. There's a lot of shame around. Well, there's a lot of shame around all my feelings, actually, tears and anger. So I've been doing the work on that. 
and you know this is all the stuff that I've been teaching kids and families for 10 years well I can teach it to others but I'm I'm um, I'm spending more time doing that for myself now so yeah yeah um so yeah so journaling is a massive part of my healing toolkit and and a necessary part of my well-being and I noticed that if I fall off the wagon if I let things build up and I find myself at the freezer about to eat the second magnum of the evening and I'm feeling tired and I want to put my comfy pants on and I want to hide under the duvet I don't shame that and make it wrong I go what's up what's the matter what are you holding on to what do you feel like you can't say what have you not said you know what are you angry about why did you not tell that person that that wasn't okay what they said did you know it's, it's not an, an opportunity to beat yourself up and that's why I think diets don't work because diets are all about discipline and willpower well if you've got trauma and you've got a brutal inner critic there's no amount of willpower that is going to um, stop you from doing all these unconscious coping strategies that you do to make yourself feel better so I think for those of us that grew up in households where food was um, was a pacifier really you know but food is the way that families come together isn't it you watch telly have a bowl of popcorn and a baby food was used as a treat when you were a kid like oh you've been a good girl so you can have another piece of cake and but if you don't eat all your vegetables then you can't have any dessert and there's all these kind of beliefs that we or rules that we carry inside of us that we're still operating on from now so these are some of the things that I recognise as people who don't love themselves very much. And again, I'm not criticising you. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you. I'm saying I am the same as you. And as I've said, we live in a society that doesn't um, foster, doesn't encourage us to love ourselves and empower ourselves and take care of ourselves. I mean, there are small communities and pockets online that do, but I'm talking about mainstream media and you know what we're being sold by Hollyweird and uh that kind of thing I mean god I can remember back in the 80s when it was blooming Kate Moss and heroin chic I mean when was that ever a thing that was that's just gross absolutely gross so maybe you're a patient and kind and considerate person to everyone else but you're not with yourself you get really frustrated annoyed with yourself and you're mean to yourself and you um don't ever think about yourself because you're too busy thinking about everyone else that would be a sign that you don't love yourself very much perhaps you're just exhausted from taking care of everyone else and you're very close to burnout and um your needs often go unmet and i wonder how many of us actually know what our needs are so i teach that in the wild heart book club i teach us to go back to our inner child because often our inner child that had to suppress and forego needs to be a good girl to keep mummy and daddy happy so we're not doing that anymore no um oh no there's a word no no you're supposed to learn that when you're two unless you've had it beaten or silenced out of you you find it hard to say no but you're longing you're desperate for some time to yourself you doubt yourself if something goes wrong and you automatically assume it's your fault. I think I've already said that. That's me. You beat yourself up and feel terrible if you forget something or make a mistake or, you know, say the wrong thing or the wrong thing. Someone hears something different to what you said, gets annoyed with you. You say, I don't mind or I don't know a lot when people ask you what you need or what you want. 
And so that staying in a state of confusion um, almost stops you committing to having an opinion, doesn't it? And you may have been doing that from childhood because it kept you safe as a child. Perhaps it wasn't safe for you to have an opinion. Um, perhaps if you said you wanted one thing, that would please one parent, but then it would piss the other one off. So then you were in this kind of state of flux where it, you just said, I don't know, but you did know, really. You did. Uh, maybe you compare yourself to other people on the internet. Like you go on Instagram and you see people living their best lives, all shiny and blue and sparkly and think, why is my life not like that? Mm, that's the highlight reel of their life. They're not going to show you when they're in their fat pants, scoffing magnums in front of the freezer, are they? I'm certainly not putting that on here. I'll tell you I do it, but I'm not going to show you. <laughs> uh, you cringe at compliments and you're suspicious of people who are nice to you. You think, what do they want? What are they after? You know, you, you, it's hard to let that nice stuff in. You criticise yourself. So you notice what's wrong and what you haven't done and what's missing instead of celebrating your wins and taking credit for the things that you do, the things that you've achieved in your life. Me. I know all these because this is me, right? So, you know, I'm not criticising anyone. I'm just, it's an observation. Uh, and my clients as well. You worry about what other people think of you and you fear their judgment and criticism. So if you've got a high opinion of yourself, you don't give a shit what other people think of you because you know that you're a good person and you know that most people's opinions of you are just their projections onto you, their own judgments coming at you and you just send them back. Um, you hold yourself up to impossible standards because you want everything to be perfect. So we're going back to that whole Mary Poppins thing, you know. Oh, that's a really hard one for me to break, that one. I think if you're... If you're in Surrey and you're watching this, so I live in Surrey, which is a really, what's the word, affluent part of the world where everything is shiny, new, vast cars and big houses and bouncy blow dries and designer clothes. I don't think I want to live here anymore, but I don't know where I want to live to be continued, that conversation. Uh, you're fed up with your negative, critical, shaming, internal chatter. Please make it stop. You know, like I said at the beginning, it just gives you a headache. You're unsure of yourself and you, you seek advice and answers and approval from other people. So how many of you ask, you know, does this look all right? Or what do you think I should do about that? Or do you think I should sign up for that course? Or do you think I should finish this relationship? But no one else can tell you what's right for you, can they? They don't know. They don't know. Only you know. Uh, and then the other one, the other reason why I'm doing this course is because you find meditation or relaxation difficult and you're wondering why everyone finds it so easy. It's not easy if you've got trauma. If you're, if you're working through developmental trauma, childhood trauma, or you've got PTSD or ADHD or ADD, it's hard to find peace and quiet in there. So we go in through the mind. We just go into the busy mind and listen to what it's got to say and we journal it all out. And then through that, we can get into the body. So by me listing all those things, you may be thinking, oh God, there's loads of things wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. What I would like to say is wrong is this normal society that we're growing up in, which is totally dysfunctional. It just doesn't let us be messy humans, does it? That's what's wrong. But in order to, to 
rewrite your beliefs and change what goes on in here. You need to step out of the noise. You need to step out of that for a while and hang out with yourself and work out what it is you need. Um, so, yeah, so so you got the love is is an, is my new journaling uh, project experience. Don't really want to call it a course. It's for 30 days. It doesn't start till the 1st of June, but I'm rounding up the troops early because it takes me a while to get people in the zone although i have had two people sign up already which is exciting um just because i can't wait, wait to teach it to you and show you how easy it is and when we're all doing it together in a group when we do it as a community well there'll be a lovely energy but you'll also be motivated and inspired by all the others so it's only 97 pounds but if you wait to the end you're going to get a code to get 50 pounds off so <laughs> um but let me just tell you what's included so every day I'm going to teach you my fun and easy journaling approach and every day for 30 days you'll get a journaling prompt from me so that might be a video might be a message from me might be a little story that I tell you it might be a reflection question it'll be something that I'm it'll be some stimuli that I'm taking in from the outside world where I think that's what we're going to talk about today and I'll be journaling along with you so you'll go off and you'll do your what we call free fall journaling you don't know what freefall journaling is check out the latest video for journaling your jammies because it tells you what freefall journaling is in there you just do that for five to ten minutes i'll teach you that anyway in the in the uh in the club in the course in the experience what are we calling it don't know then every day you'll get an accountability check-in so you can either come into the group so we'll be in a facebook group but you don't have to be in the Facebook group if you don't want to. But you can come in and you can share your experience. So you don't have to share what you've written because your journal is your private space for you to get to know yourself. But I love to hear about people's aha moments, like if they've had a shift in their feelings. I like to hear all the positive changes and joy that journaling's bringing into their life. And what that does is by talking about them, you inspire and motivate other people. If you're not in the Facebook group, when you sign up to the course platform, there is um, a forum in there and I will also respond to comments in the forum. So don't let not being on Facebook a thing that stops you from joining. Although I'm doing this video on Facebook because I'm assuming that that's where most people will be hanging out. And then you obviously get this community of kind and sensitive people. And the people at Journaling Your Jammies are such a lovely bunch of humans. They, there's no judgment. There's tons of empathy and you get tons of validation. So, you know, everything you do is all right by us. You can't get it wrong. There's no there's no getting it wrong here. It's your journal. It's how you bring yourself to the page. Right. And then as well as that, you're going to get four weekly coaching calls with me. So every week I'm going to check in with everyone, but I'm also going to do like a lesson or a teaching. So week one is going to be called redefining self-love on your terms. So what does self-love look like for you? It won't look the same as it does for me or for your next door neighbour, or for your sister, we'll all have our own, we're all going to make it our own, as Cheryl Cole would say on The X Factor, right? Um, and then week two, we're going to do a self-care brainstorm for the busy, because self-care isn't just about bubble baths and manicures, self-care is sometimes saying no to things, like the Magnum situation, you've got to be able to say no to yourself, sometimes it's having difficult conversations, sometimes it's leaving relationships or letting go of things that are hurting us and maybe we are tolerating that pain um, so we're going to have a brainstorm about all the ways that we can take care of ourselves coaching call number three is learning to love 
all of you, even the bits that you're trying to hide from us, even the bits that you think no one wants to see. Maybe somebody, maybe a teacher shamed you at school for talking too much and you thought that you, you needed to stop talking and silence yourself. Nah, you've got to say is important. We want to hear what you've got to say. Uh, and then coaching call number four is celebrating self-love. So we'll have a celebration of how much self-love we've cultivated, how that's come into our lives, what that looks like, what that feels like. And what is our container like for self-love? Like how much self-love can we actually hold? Because as I said, it can be quite, if you come from a neglectful or abusive background, it can be really hard to let that stuff in, really hard. So, um, we, but, but by writing and exploring and discovering and having those conversations with self, we can expand our container for self-love, which is great, great. Um, and then you also get a gorgeous, and it's gorgeous because I made it, and it's all lilacs and purples and daisies, all, all my new branding, Hunt, nearly 100 pages. It's a downloadable one. So you could either upload it to your tablet if you like writing on your tablet, or you could just print it off and write on the pages. Um, so I, I love journals. I've got next door to me here, I've got a cupboard full of them. But some of them are not finished because, you know, start one, all neat handwriting, gets a bit messy, start the next one. This journal, this lovely journal is going to be the one that you finish. You're going to finish it and you're going to know exactly what to write in it because what you write will come from your heart. And your heart knows what it wants. And if you open that up, if you open that gateway up, then it will come out. Um, so that is what you get for £97. And also I've done a VIP option, right? So there'll be people who will want to work with me, but they won't want to do one of my big programs, which is for like six months. But they might want to work with me for the duration of this course. So you'll get all the things that you get for the £97, but you'll also get four weeks of WhatsApp coaching with me. So you'll have me on WhatsApp, you'll have me in your back pocket and we can backwards and forwards and chat on the, you'll get pep talks from me and I'll probably do carpools for you and 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 share our journaling excerpts if, if you want to and then you also get unlock your magic which is a one-to-one -one coaching with a session with me uh for 60 minutes so that one is 399 pounds so that's the vip version now why why would you want to learn journaling with me because i'm sure lots of self-development people and coaches are doing it and so I sat down last night and I wrote a list of reasons why, because I thought well, we've got to give people reasons why, because also lots of you know me as the smiley coach. Um, so I thought, hmm, what, what's that? So I so I I said, if you learn with me, it's not like going back to school. I've provided emotional support and relief to thousands of sensitive souls over the years, most of who are living with chronic anxiety without telling them to think happy thoughts or just meditate because I because I can't and I won't make you do things that I can't do I won't make you do anything you don't want to do anyway because that's pointless isn't it um I've got 15 years of journaling experience that that I've used to heal from childhood trauma and I've got a very eclectic creative toolkit which does come from my smiley days but also recently I did a gestalt therapy um course uh for creative writing and it's so powerful for self-expression, like unblocking those parts of you that you've maybe shamed or you're trying to hide away. Um, 
I, I know how to help you access your hopes and your dreams and desires. And I also know how to help you deal with that nasty inner critic, that, that mean girl voice that's holding you back. Um, I'm an oversharer, as you can tell. I'm a Scorpio moon, which means I'm very deep and very emotional and I'm sensitive. And I've also been through some really shitty experiences. I've lived most of my life in survival mode. Um, so you, there's nothing you can't talk to me about. You can't shock me. You can tell me anything. Um, I'll probably spontaneously hug you through the screen with my Mr. Tickle arms, which does come from my smiley coaching days. Because <laughs> I like to like to be there for people and support them when they're feeling sad. Um, I am a highly sensitive introvert, but I'm a right chatty patty. But after I've done this live, I shall probably go and lie down on the sofa with my hot water bottle and just crash because <laughs> that's enough for one day. Um, I have successfully created and developed develop self-development workshops online and in person since 2010. And, um, and, I, and, I, and I, what I love now is, is that I don't really need to prepare for them. Like this course, I'm going to completely wing it and riff on my own creativity and trust my own intuition. And obviously that comes with experience. But I'm actually excited to do that and see what happens when we all come together. Um, I am Jessica Fletcher's do, 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 number one fan. But I have also written a book called Stuck Between Two Worlds and um, that has brought immense joy to children and validation to hurt and lost inner children all over the world. And I'm highly intuitive, a little bit psychic and I am obsessive about journaling with oracle and tarot cards. So I hope that I hope that gives you a flavour of um, this new ex journaling experience. Should we call it an experience? It's not a course that just makes it sound like school and it makes it sound really boring. It's an experience, an adventure. I don't know what you want to call it. Right, I've bought my trusty cards today. These are my crazy, sexy love notes. These are self-love cards. And I'm going to pull us a couple of cards and see what the energy of this project needs to be about. Let's see. What is this project going to be about? How? What is the gateway? How are we going to help these people? How are these people going to find more self-love in their lives when they sign up to do this course? Oh, 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 we've got two. Accepting compliments. Well, it's just what I said, you know, like society's making us think that we need, you know, all the latest makeup and what have you and hair stuff and to look a certain way, to be attractive, to be lovable, when you're just lovable for being who you are. And accepting compliments is about letting compliments in. So this message says, the next time someone gives you a compliment, say thank you. Don't shrug it off, play it down or reject the gift. You'll be denying yourself and the giver the opportunity to share in a moment of gratitude and love. Yeah, so words is my love language. Someone giving you a compliment is actually giving you love, isn't it? Um, exercise your self-esteem and soak it in. Think of compliments as little confidence-building soul vitamins. Oh, I like that. Think of compliments as little confidence-building soul vitamins. You are worthy of praise. So again, that will probably go back to your origin story. You know, were you praised as a child growing up? Um, 
were you praised in an authentic way? You know, not good girl, good boy. I mean, we're not dogs, are we? Um, did someone actually say, oh, well done, Lisa. I, I noticed how you sat there so patiently for two hours and did that jigsaw till it was finished. I saw you trying really hard to be kind to your sister, even though she was being mean to you. But did anyone actually see you and compliment you on who you are as a person? And sometimes people can give compliments with one hand and take away with the other. I don't know if you can relate to that at all. Um, yeah. If you think of that in terms of love, I'm thinking more about how and parents who loved you conditionally. So they loved you when you were being good and doing all the things that they said. But actually when you cocked up, which you would have done because you were a kid and you were learning, they withdrew their love. Perhaps they gave you the silent tr treatment. Perhaps they, <coughs> excuse me, you know, showed you their displeasure in, in a way that felt like they were withdrawing their love. And so the, the, the way that we were loved by our parents is our blueprint for love. There's no getting away from that. And obviously then there's all the other blueprints like the Disney films, which are just totally codependent and the romantic love and the all the romantic films that I watch on the Hallmark Channel, which are just like, the other person completes you. They don't complete you. That's so unhealthy. There's a neediness. There's a clinging on to one of another in that, which is just not right. Not right. Wrong. <laughs> um, and then we got this one. This one came up actually in um, my uh, my group, my inner child group this week. You can't please everyone, it says. I think the writing's backwards on here. Sorry about that. When you are focused on living up to other people's standards. Yeah, so you're out in the world trying to do or be what someone else is. Or maybe you're living your life because, you know, your dad wanted you to be a solicitor or an accountant. And you want to be a painter or a writer. You're living your life according to someone else's rule book. Um, so when you're focused on living up to other people's standards, you aren't spending enough time raising your own. Some folks expect you to act a certain way and march to the beat of their drum. Yeah. And do you know what the test, the litmus test for that is? Say no to them and don't do what they want you to do and see if they still hang around. And if they don't, then you know that they were the only ones benefiting from you not having any boundaries. Bye bye. Uh, they find safety in the sameness, but you have beautiful music inside of you. Your flair is meant to be shared. Don't shrink to fit in or get approval. Yeah, there's a lot of keeping yourself small. Don't say anything. Don't rock the boat. Be a good girl. Uh, instead, dump your need to please. Oh, dump your need to please. That's quite a strong word, isn't it? And just be your magnificent self. Hurrah! Which one of those cards is speaking to you the loudest today? The compliments one? Or the you can't please? So that's the people pleaser. And then that's the one that doesn't let love in. But there'll be different versions of us. And I've got both of those archetypes or those energies inside of me. So what I would like you to take away from today's call. Well, I obviously would love you to work with me for 30 days and do this, um, this journaling experience with me. <clears throat> Hold on a minute. But what I would like you to take away from today is I'd like you to think about all the ways that you were... Uh, the ways that you were loved as a child or not loved or if you feel unlovable 
open up your journal and write, I feel unlovable because, and then write a list of all the beliefs that you have about yourself. And I bet you none of them are true. None of them. Because you're great. You're totally lovable. I haven't even met you, but I just know that. I know that because you're here. Okay. Right. Anyone got any questions before I go off and collapse and leave on the sofa? There is um there are lots of FAQs, frequently asked questions on the page. I shall put the link in for actually I can do this now while I'm online. Oh, let's see if we can get really fancy pants. Because I've got to give you the code, haven't I? Let's see, because I've got my laptop here, if I can cut and paste the link. Oh, this is where my tech technology skills if i can cut and paste the link to join i'm getting all excited about it and you you haven't got the link you need the link you need the magical link um hold the line caller let my laptop just do the thing should we see if this works oh the link to book is here cut paste Pa-ching! My little cheeks are going pink. Oh, it's not there. There it is. There it is. There it is. And this is the code. Hang on, I've written it down here to get. Now there's only, I think I've put 10 spaces in to get the £50 off, but that is for the people that can't afford the 97 and can't afford the one-to-one -one coaching with me. Here is the code. To get £50 off, use the code. Oh. Hang on, love, 10, oh, 10, four, you. Here we go. It's all one word, uppercase. Come on. <laughs> right, so that's me done. And I shall be promoting this between now and the 1st of June when we start. And you'll probably see me a lot on here. And you know what? If it's not for you, then you don't have to listen to all of my teachings. But I will be promoting it um, quite quite a lot because I'm very excited about it. And I, I want to share it and I want to help people. Um, so, you know, just mute me if you get a bit fed up with it, if it's too much. And I will be mailing my newsletter list as well um, to... So just to give you fair warning of that. And, you know, there may be people watching this now who've been on this page for a number of years and you came here for your children and you've decided that you don't want to follow me anymore. And do you know what? That's totally fine. Just just unfollow me. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I think we got rid of a lot of um, the people that were disgruntled and disappointed with me when we had Easter Egg Gate, which was about this time last year, funnily enough. So it's taken me a whole year to come back online and, and uh, talk. I'm not going to let them drive me off this page. It's my bloody page. Plus, yes. But I didn't really like, I didn't really like the way that they were speaking to me. And I'm just not really a conflict person. Well, I'm a bit more assertive a year on, but a year ago I was not very assertive and I should have told them all to just be adult and if they can't be kind, then there's the door. Um... But it really upset me, actually. I did do a podcast episode on it. So if you listen to my podcast, The Wild Heart Diaries. Oh, let's put that in here while, we, while we're here. 
the Oh, now, now I can, I'm a bit trigger happy with the links, aren't I? <laughs> Listen to my podcast. Well, because the thing is, on Facebook, um, on the Wild Heart, hang on, let's stop doing two things at once, Lisa. The thing is, on Facebook, when you put links in your original post and you've got an audience that don't really like and engage in your post and don't really talk, I've got a lot of silent lurkers on here, which is absolutely fine. But when you put links in your original post, it, it gets sent out to less people. So what I tend to do is I tend to post and then I tend to put the link in the comments. But I think Facebook's cracking on to me because my reach has really gone down. So that's why I'm probably going to be on here doing loads of videos and talking because this reaches more people. And obviously I want to reach all the, all the people that want, want to spread the love. Right. I'm going. Thanks for listening. Does that, does anyone want to ask me anything? No? I hope you're all all right. I hope you're all all right. Have a lovely weekend. Take care. Bye.